Oh my god, Jackson. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm great. Good. How are you? I'm good. Good. It's nice to have you back. Thanks. Nice being back. I did an episode without you. It felt weird. Did it? I did. I mean, it was good. Yeah, it was a good. It was episode. probably the best episode, but. Yeah. By far. <laughs> <laughs> There's no relation to that, you know, that happened there. Yeah. Um, welcome to Weekend Plans. Last week we talked about the PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to it? I did. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. I'm surprised, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I come up in my feed, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm not in this one. Oh, that cheating bastard. And I deleted it and unsubscribed. <laughs> I actually bought a whole new phone. Threw my phone out the goddamn window. Um, But this week, like we teased, we're going to be talking about Spider-Man Homecoming. We're back on that Spidey train. That's twit, right. Twit. We, uh, we figured current events caused for a little bit of not Spider-Man talk, and then the PlayStation 5 happened, and here we are. Now everything's fine. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's great. We're just redecorating. Old statues are out. Mm-hmm. New statues are in. Yeah. So I really hope they build those Mothman statues in West Virginia that they were talking about. They should. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. Every state should have like a massive statue of whatever it's like urban myth. That would be cool. Yeah. I mean, what would San Francisco's be? Well, that's not that's a city, but um, they just pulled theirs down. Uh, did they have Confederate statues? In they San had Francisco? Christopher Columbus. Oh. Like a big one. Yeah. And that got taken down. Yeah. City did it, though. Not, That's not a people. weird one. Yeah. Well, everybody had Christopher Columbus, because for a hot well, minute, we still, like, thought he just discovered America. It seems more of, like, an East Coast thing. Not to say, like, the East Coast is mm-hmm. shitty or whatever, but, like, the whole, like, conception of America is like, Started much there. more of, like, a thing. Yeah. Like, where the original colonies were. Um, but yeah. No, I didn't even realize there was a Columbus statue mm-hmm. in San Francisco. It's gone what now. would be there? Like Birdman? <laughs> High house va- house value? I don't know. Yeah, Danny Tanner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, super expensive rent. I mean... The... Oh, like Bullet? Bullet. Bullet? The movie Bullet takes place in San Francisco. Oh, yes. <laughs> Doesn't Dirty Harry take place in San Francisco? Yeah. But, uh, that's a cop. That's not good right now. Yeah. Oh, the Sean Connery character from The Rock. <gasps> the Rock! It should just be like a mural of just different scenes from cool The Rock. all movies that have been in San Francisco. They have that ridiculous chasing in the middle of San Francisco for no reason. The Hummer and the Lambo. <laughs> that is... Um, a trolley explodes into the air. Hot take. That is Michael Bay's only acceptable movie. It's Michael Bay's best movie. Yeah. Yeah. Every, yeah. No. Not a doubt. I'm not saying best. I'm saying only acceptable movie. <laughs> oh, I'm a sucker for it. I, I love The Rock. Oh, it's so great. Michael Bean is in The Rock. Oh my god, you're right. Who isn't uh um the guy from Terminator? Uh Michael Bean. Oh shit. <laughs> I, I forgot his name then. <laughs> he is. He dies like really quick though. Yeah, he's the leader of the SEALs that bring them in. They the SEALs themselves last about ten minutes in the movie. Yeah, and then it's all Cage and Sean Connery. And Sean Connery. Which is great. And my head canon is always that Sean Connery is playing James Bond. Like Everybody, James Bond got yeah. caught and disavowed. Yeah, and yeah. there's another James Bond that mm-hmm. comes up. Well, that's a whole theory going on about James Bond. It's a. I know. I've heard that. I, I kind. Unfortunately, it can't. It doesn't hold water. <laughs> I know. It's kind of a cool theory. Though. Multiple Bonds are married to the same woman. I forgot he's married. Yeah, he gets married in on Her Majesty's Secret Service. He does. It's um. I think we've talked about this before, but it's where the idea of Talia Al Ghul came from in Batman. Ah, I don't know. James Bond met and fell in love with the daughter, like this crime lord, and Denny O'Neill was like, "Oh, interesting. What a cool idea." Mm-hmm. James Bond's going to be interesting going forward. Have you heard all this shit about how he's probably going to die at the end of this new one? I kind of hope he does. Well, I don't, actually. I just want them It'll to, like... it be interesting, but... I like, they're going to make more. It always just seems like one of the... Like, why bother? Yeah. I mean, it'd be an interesting story <laughs> to see, like, how he goes. Yeah. Because he's technically not 007. Yeah, there's a new 007. He retired. He has to come back. Yeah, he retired, and they gave his number away, which I feel makes like sense. like all these diff fucking Daniel Craig Bond movies, he retires and comes back. There's like he's been retired, like, six times. Yeah. He retired in the first one. Well, Casino Royale, he's like a brand new agent. Like, he's getting... Exactly. And then he retires at the end. Yeah, it's true. He quits. Yep. He's then retired he at the end of the movie. comes back and gets revenge. In a really cool way. Quantum of Solace sucks. I, I know. hate that movie. I know. Is that the one with the guy who's, like, sweeping and, like, the broom never hits the ground? It's like that famous little, like, goof. I don't remember. I only saw that movie one time. It was in the theater. And That's that the second like one, right? Quantum of yeah. yeah, it is. There's a scene where, like, he's supposed to be, like, a dock hand, and he's sweeping the ground, and, like, he the broom never hits the ground. That's actually pretty funny. And, like, he's in perfect frame, like, right behind Daniel Craig. 
But with the Craig Bond movies, every other one is good, and we're going into a good one. So yes. So hopefully that pans out. What was the last one? Casino Royale is great. Quantum of Solace, bad. Yep. Uh, Skyfall? Skyfall, great. Great. Um, See? We what was that fucking movie called? We already forgot. Uh, Spectre. Yeah. Spectre bad. Spectre rough. Spectre real bad. Cool train fight with uh, yeah. Dave Bautista as uh, Mr. Silver Thumbs, <laughs> whatever his fucking name was. I do like how they were trying to go with like a classic Bond villain, like yeah. henchman with him. They like that movie has like moments where like it starts something speaking through that, but that train fight's really good, and I like Mr. Silver Thumbs. So this one should be good. This one's gonna be really cool. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, not this is not about James Bond. Not even close, in any way possible. <laughs> This is Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man's return to good. Yeah, this is the first Finally. collaboration of uh, Marvel and Sony. That's right. On a Spider-Man movie. Zach, when Peter Parker is Spider-Man in this movie, and he's trying to disguise his voice, he uses this really crazy over-the-top New York accent. It's my favorite fucking thing in the world. It's so good. He's so awkward. It's great. I love it so much. He like just doesn't know what to do, and it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Like he busts like when he the first like crying the bank robbery scene where he yeah. like just comes in he like leans against the wall like he's not yeah. sure what to hey <laughs> he's great they nail a lot of things about spider-man that i never even like considered really just mm-hmm. like that whole deal and then it's all like hey you guys aren't the real avengers <laughs> uh yeah we get no origin mm-hmm. there's we not a single one. lick of it we don't even, they don't even mention uncle ben no they do a really smart thing in civil war when mm-hmm. Tony goes and, like, recruits him, which is still the craziest fucking thing in the world. It's like, I'd, I've heard about the 16-year-old, maybe we can get him to help us. Um, <laughs> he's good enough. Yeah, he's fine. Well, I think they never, like, they're smart enough to not, like, come out and lay it out brick by brick, but the idea is, like, the webbing. He was like, oh, here's, like, a guy we mm-hmm. can help, he can help us, and he has this, like, non-lethal thing that we can, like, web him up. Yeah. He's a take cap shield. Yeah, exactly. Um, But uh, this really smart thing where he's talking to Tony Stark, and Tony Stark's like, ask him why you do this. And he's like, well, if you can do the things I can do, and you don't do them, and bad things happen, it's your fault. And that's a kid who's like 100% talking about Uncle Ben, Mm -hmm. but like can't bring himself to like actually talk about it because it's still really fresh. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we get no anything. He has immediately nice suit from. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Civil War. Anthony Stark. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I love at the end when you see his uh, jammies. So I love that. Oh scene. yeah, his homemade suit comes yeah. out. Yeah. I love that a lot. Me too. Um, so yeah, it's kind of it, we just kind of get thrown right into a vent- uh, like an adventure, just straight out of the gate mm-hmm. with one of the coolest villains. Yeah, great setup for a villain. Amazing. Fantastic, and like tying it into the MCU in a really smart way. In like a very realistic way, like if there was a giant superhero battle, mm-hmm. there's all this leftover alien shit all over the place. Yeah, well, that but like his original like job was he his company. Yeah, was the company like, that comes in and cleans up all this shit. Crew, yeah, like he was in the wrong universe. He should yeah. man. He would have. He would have just he had the biggest ejaculation of Man of Steel. <laughs> and he had to would have had to work for Lex Luthor. True. And Michael Keaton wouldn't have put up with that shit. Not. He would have tried to put a fucking Jolly Rancher in Michael Keaton's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but such, they do such a good job at Michael Keaton's entire motivation. I'm like, I get it. Yeah, and he's awesome in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so good. Yeah. He's one of those rare bad guys where he's not a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like, even when he kills, like, when he kills his henchman who messed up, yeah. He's like, oh my god, what just happened? He gave him, and he gave him so many chances, and he's mm-hmm. like so just irritated that he's had to do it. He thought he was just going to stun him. In Wait. a special appearance by uh, Tom Hardley. Oh gosh, that's right, it is Tom Hardley. <laughs> Logan Marshall Green, who's a really cool actor, but he looks like Tom Hardy. Like he's a poor man's Tom Hardy. Yeah. So we call him Tom Hardley. And he was Shocker? Yeah, he was the first Shocker. <laughs> and then, he, But he wasn't the second one, and yeah. then he gets to his other. So Shocker's just, whoever's the top henchman is Shocker. Mm-hmm. But the actual, I think the guy who actually becomes the second Shocker is actually named Herman Schultz, which is pretty good. Oh, cool. So he's just the, the Shocker now. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and he doesn't die. He's still around. He's still around. That's what I mean. Um, he could make a comeback. Yeah. That'd be cool. That Sinister would be cool. Six movie. Because he kind of goes off. He goes rogue, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. He, I think the last time you see him, he gets webbed to that school bus. Mm-hmm. But he was kind of starting to break away. Yeah. So that'd be cool. See him come back, like, in the full costume? Yeah, I want to see him come back. They set up the Scorpion so fucking hard in this movie, and I want to see the Scorpion in a Spider-Man movie. I know. I just don't know where it's going to happen now. And they set up a Jameson 
we're talking about a different movie now, but the existence of a Jameson in Far From Home that would mm. conceivably pay for the creation of the Scorpion like he does 100%. in the comic books. That yeah. would be cool. And the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Animated series is so good. Um, yeah, that's Far From Home, which we'll get to next time. Mm-hmm. Um, but Homecoming, yeah. So Michael Keaton, he's just... This is probably like my favorite performance from him. Your favorite performance from Michael Keaton, like full stop? I think so. Oh, okay. He like even I know even more than like Batman. Beetlejuice. Or Beetlejuice. Clean and sober. He just he walks the line of a villain so well in this. Yeah, he really it, oh, he does a great job. There's never a moment where he's cheesy. Yeah. It's it's always like his motivations are logical. He plays them out logically. You mm-hmm. can tell he had no choice but like. Yeah. I was pushed to do this. Yeah, and I do like his like genuine reactions. Where he's like, no, I've got to kill this fucking kid because he won't well, yeah. stop stepping on my dick. <laughs> he just gets upset. And the scene where he, like, he realizes that Peter's Spider-Man in the car. Yeah, that's a so great good. fucking scene. It's so good. Yeah. Like he's And just... only Michael Keaton can do that, that scene where he's like looking in the rear view window mm-hmm. and he's like, good old Spider-Man. Yeah, and he's just like <laughs> ripping the steering wheel a little tighter. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was so good. So, I know, mm-hmm. could be a hot take, but yeah, I just loved it. No, he was really good in it. Um, we've got Liz. I think in the comic books it's Liz Allen, but I guess it's Liz Toomes in this. Did they ever say his last name? Do they ever call him Adrian Toomes? I don't think so. Because um, his wife does call him Adrian at one point. So. Um, I maybe. guess it is like Toomes uh, Construction or something like that. Do you see that? You, somewhere. I, I think know. you see his name somewhere. I don't know if he's credited that way on IMDb or not. But. Um, I see. Yeah, I don't. I think the actress that plays Liz is like 30 years old, but plays it off. <laughs> it's good enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it might be. That's a good job. She's super hot. Exactly. That's perfect. Uh, we get we get a very fun take on MJ. Yeah, very interesting. Completely different. Mm-hmm. Where she's kind of into him. She's not really like yeah. popular. She's not. It's a little bit... I wish if they could have just done that with her characterization and the casting and everything and just called her Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of this, like, gotcha stuff that I really fucking hate. And they do the same thing in Dark Knight Rises with... Um, Robin. The Robin character. Yep. They're like, oh, you should go by your real name. Robin. I was like, what are you doing? Just, like, call the character Dick Grayson. Just have that be his name and then don't make a big deal out of it. Exactly. Why, just his name why does it have to be a twist? I, well, does it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> So I just looked it up, and yeah, he is Adrian Toomes. Thank you. So he is. Um, but yes, no, I agree that they do a little tongue just in cheek. Just call her Mary Jane. Just call oh, her my Mary friends Jane. call me. No, my friends call me MJ. And I was like, ah, yeah, just you should just lean into it. And it's just a different MJ. We don't need a mm-hmm. hidden secret. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's great. Um, how do you feel about him not really making his suits? Uh, I think there you really lose something mm-hmm. with Spider-Man the way like he's being bankrolled by Tony Stark like this. I think part of what's so cool about Spider-Man is just this kid that's in way over his head all the and time, and he is going in there with like jammies, and he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a little bit of a pulpy element of Spider-Man that you kind of miss, where it's like this one guy with like zero connections and like zero resources. He's always trying to break into like either the Fantastic yeah, Four, the Avengers, always just, trying to... Just the idea that he like falls ass backwards into these powers and then it's just like his whole fucking life is like oh my god, what do I do? Or like this is going on now mm-hmm. and I'm dealing with this and like it's life or death stakes and I like, can't tell my aunt, I can't tell an adult I'm just a kid, I have to deal with this by myself. I love that stuff. With mm-hmm. Me too. Um, and they get, they're able to get there in this movie. Especially I love the third act where he, has, where he doesn't have the Stark suit and it's yeah, like just takes him. it away. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. And so you can get a little taste of it. They're, I think they're really gonna start pulling away now because he's the, on the run. Yep. Yeah, spoiler alert for um, uh, any movies up to this point. But yeah, so <laughs> Tony dead. Uh, yeah, Tony dead. Tony dead. I think that's gonna start pulling away, and then now he's on the run. Mm-hmm. Wherever he goes, I think he'll start making his own suits again, which would be nice. I want that back. Yeah, I would like to see uh, like a more refined but still homemade version of his mm-hmm. Spider-Man suit. Although like, I really like that suit he ends up with at the end of Far From Home. That black it, and red suit with the white cool. spider on the back. It's, cool. mm-hmm. it's nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't like the AI system in the suit. Yeah, that's too much, I feel like. Yeah. They do fun stuff with it. And it is the voice of Jennifer Connelly, which I think is fun. Oh, yeah. Because she's also married to uh, Jarvis. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever. Um... Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff though. Uh, we have his friend, which now I'm space Ned. Ned, there's you know Ned the theory about Ned, right? 
there's a there's an internet theory What's that there? Ned's eventually going to turn into the Hobgoblin, like he does in the comics. Oh, Ned. Uh, oh, what is his name in the comic books? Uh, shoot. It's he is. It's still Ned. Just the last name's different. Yeah. And I cannot think. Uh, Not Ned Ryerson. That's the character from Groundhog's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, here Ned Leeds. Ned Le- Yeah, Ned Leeds was one of the hobgoblins. Yes, yes he was. That and hobgoblin story was a real fucking mess when they tried to wrap it all. <laughs> hobgoblins it was super weird. cool right up until the end. But that'd be kind of interesting. Like there's that like the internet has this dark theory that he's mm-hmm. going to eventually, and I could even see it happening. Like maybe eventually he, if we get introduced to Green Goblin successfully, and you'd have to drop a few. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It'd be a minute, but I could see it being... If they can do it and they want to, that'd be a sweet build-up. That'd be cool. Because, I mean, he has a connection, like, if we just need a Green Goblin. And so Peter needs to be fighting a Green Goblin. He stumbles I upon... desperately want them to introduce Norman Osborn as, like, the next, like, big ongoing villain for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think that would be such a good thing. It would be, it would be fun to see Osborn start to try to take over Stark. Yeah, or it, it, have his company be, like, the filling the vacuum from Stark, but then also, mm-hmm. like, he takes over, they introduce the new shield, and it's Hammer, and he do, they can do the whole Dark Avengers thing, mm-hmm. where, like, it's Avengers characters, but he's, like, populating it with villains, like Bullseye's the new Hawkeye and shit like that. Exactly. Be super into that. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's setting like it. It's like Venom instead of Spider-Man. Which, apparently, they're meeting. <laughs> so, it could happen. I don't know how. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> That's gonna be... I like Tom Hardy. <laughs> I'll see him get in a lobster tank again. <laughs> Can you imagine being a writer that's in charge of trying to make Venom and Spider-Man work together? Like those shouldn't movies, be that hard. Those movies like <laughs> meeting in a way that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean they've distanced them enough where there's no no there's no direct contradictions. So like, and they said it. In San Francisco, where so it's like an opposite coast, so that yeah. if he goes to New York or Spider-Man goes to San Francisco, you could conceivably, and you could even like have the symbiote like jump on Peter for a little bit, and have and introduce that whole dynamic just in a backwards kind of way. And I guess if he goes back to um, Brock, and you'll yeah, have like the White Spider, and he, like, the suit becomes more realistic and tied to what yeah. was on Peter. More that- realistic. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I don't know. It looks like it. Honestly, at this point, it looks like just some sort of like slime cum yeah. just drizzled all over him. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. So maybe it's you know straightens up, straightens his act. Oh, up you mean bit. like less tenderly and yeah, yeah. Just like the venom suit, you T- know. Tighten it up a little bit. Yeah, tighten it up. Come on, get your shit together. <laughs> Those lines are all over the place. <laughs> you know, fun fact: I still haven't watched Venom. I can't bring I mean, myself to do it. I mean, you don't need to. Well, if they're gonna tie in, I was. I, was... I saw it in the theater. Oh, why, God. Because I see all this shit in the theater. I saw that Fantastic Four movie. I had, I, you're the... going into that theater knowing it's going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I also saw it with my friend Eric, who fucking loves Venom. Well, that's even like, worse. loves Venom. And he didn't hate that movie. Well, of course he was in denial. <laughs> <laughs> it's your favorite character finally getting screen time. You're like, it's great. Yeah, I guess. Oscar, where is it? I don't know. be hard to, like, I can't think of a character that I like that much that hasn't had a movie yet. You guys, like, listen to Eminem the entire way home? I guess when that Moon Knight show comes out, that'll be a similar thing. Like, a see. character I love that I never thought I would see in live action. You're just gonna be happy it's there. Maybe. Unless they, like, really fuck it up. If they, if it's, like, the Iron Fist. Of... Oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> oh, wait, let's not hope that. Never. No. I, hopefully it's gonna be great. It will be. We gotta have faith. Um, Disney Plus is different. Different than Netflix. It's true. This is different. Uh, so, how do we feel? Also, this movie has a lot of people find out he's Spider-Man, and by a lot, of it, I just mean two. But whatever. yeah, I feel like that's sort of like been a thing with cinematic Spider-Men. Like Tobey Maguire couldn't keep his goddamn mask on to save his life. It's true. Everybody knew he was Spider-Man. Yeah. And uh, the way they the way they did him both is fun. Like him sneaking back in, and then he forgot he invited Ned over. Yeah. He just fucking drops the Lego. <laughs> You know what it made me think about is there's this thing in, like, a lot of superhero movies where if there's a mask, the mask always comes off in, like, the third act, so you, you can see the actor, like, still in the costume mm-hmm. from the neck down. That's never happened in a Batman movie. The only time it happened was uh, Returns. In Batman Returns, where he peels off his, like, weird fruit roll-up mask. After he took his eye makeup off. <laughs> yeah. one of the, now that I'm older, it's one of the hardest cuts ever. But in a, um... Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it's like, makeup, 
And oh like so avoidable, just yes. like cut to the back. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I don't understand. It was rough. <laughs> it, yeah, it looked like just this, as cool from the back. This like weird moment where you're like, oh, they don't understand filmmaking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were ready for like back then, like the, the. Yeah, you saw a movie once. Although this was 1992, it was a time of VHS. VHSs, but like also the images weren't as clear, so like it, the 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 paint, the eye makeup, and the mask kind of blended together a little better. Oh, you definitely like I saw that in, on VHS when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah, that did not get by me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, look at this. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> but um yeah, Batman doesn't really yeah, Spider Man loves really to take his that. mask off. And it seems like it's if those movie if those movies had been made in a like a more current context, they definitely would have. Like at the end of the first one where he crashes the uh the Batwing mm-hmm. and he's like following Joker into the cathedral, that mask would definitely like come off. Exactly. But it's fine. Yeah, no, I prefer it. I yeah. prefer that he leaves the mask on. Exactly. It's Batman. Although, Spider-Man's being full face, I almost feel like it's just like, he can't wait to take it off. Like, yeah. It's like going to be refreshing. So I could almost see how he's like, I'm fucking, I'm good enough. Like, in a world now where I have to wear a mask in public. See? You feel it. Yeah, I love it. I love t- <laughs> the feeling of taking the mask off. It's probably the closest I'll ever get to understanding how women feel when they take their bra off at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same level. Yeah. <laughs> same exact thing. <laughs> Great. Never mind. Our Throw audience those sucks. away, ladies. Don't be <laughs> confined. Burn them. <laughs> One has a concussion now. Um, no. No. Nobody. Nobody listens to this podcast. Us talking to the audience. Great radio. <laughs> um, what else do we need to cover? This movie is just fun. Yeah, they're really. They're, I have a really good time with them. I can't wait for the next one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever is passed. I mean, Far From Home came out. Oh, you know what? My favorite thing about this movie is. Hmm. Uh, the Captain America segments that they have to watch in... Uh, yes. Captain America being in every single high school... In gym class. Yep. And fucking Hannibal Burris's little throwaway bit where he's like, I'm pretty sure this guy's a war criminal now, but whatever, it's required by the state. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hannibal... Yeah, Hannibal's character is, like, perfect. And all this shit at the end <laughs> where they just show all the Captain America clips. Oh, yep. And he's like, how many more of these? <laughs> The Captain America, yeah, they tie the Avengers in like really well. In a smart way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God bless Chris Evans. He he got out when he wanted to get out, and He's really like they're never gonna be able to. No, it's gone. It's like Chris Reeve as Superman. Yeah, where you're just like nothing's ever gonna like convince you quite the same way. Anything no. else is just gonna be like an actor in a Captain America costume. Exactly. Like it's done. Yeah. So that's gonna be interesting, and they're doing the right thing by just. Pivoting completely on. hard. Yeah, I'm excited to see Sam Wilson Captain America. I think exactly. That's gonna be pretty cool. It's gonna be fun. So, but yeah, they tie the Avengers in great. Um, again, I just feel like I think what takes it away the most is just there's so much reliance on Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Like so much. And it's fun seeing them together. It is. And I'm never gonna not appreciate. Uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark. It's just like a miracle mm-hmm. of casting. It's one of those like best things to happen. Yeah. Um, at the but yeah, time. I do. Wi- I do prefer my Spider-Man a little bit lower tech and a little bit more down and dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still fun. It's still fun. They still do it. So he's still then... a kid. The way they double down on him being a kid, I feel like they kind of make up for. And these actually look like high schoolers. Oh, we yeah. finally get a movie where it looks like high schoolers. Yeah, I feel bad for Tom Holland because he's like 24 now he and he mid-20s. still looks like he's fucking 12. Don't feel bad for him, dude. He's gonna be writing checks to Spider-Man <laughs> for his life. God bless him. Like he legit is just gonna grow with the role. Love you, Tom. <laughs> you don't never feel bad for that man. He's sad. <laughs> Not only does he just look young, he's mm-hmm. they're good Spider-Man movies. He's yeah. good. I hope they don't fuck up this next one. The only way they're gonna fuck it up is by trying to squeeze Venom in, and yeah. they're going to have to try to squeeze Venom in. I need them to squeeze Daredevil in. That's what I yeah. need. Well, I mean, on Spider-Man three, we uh, decided to talk about good things, and we talked about a hypothetical plot for this third Spider-Man. Yeah, we did a great job. We fuck. I still. <laughs> think about that plot and get sad because it won't happen and it's goddamn borderline perfect yeah or maybe they had to change it and it was exactly what was going to happen and they heard the podcast so like well now we have to pay these guys yep that's the goal (laughs) everything is just it works all perfect kevin feige if you hear this i will give you ideas for free that's right just keep me in whatever like weird basement in your studios and yeah exactly my God, it's too perfect. Mm-hmm. He makes his own suit. He has to go across the country, finds Venom. Venom finds him. They merge. He goes, "That's not cool." Rejects mm-hmm. Venom. Hey, can I help you get your Nova movie made. I like to listen to that part. 
Nova? Yeah. I'm drawing a blank on Nova. Nova's basically Marvel's Green Lantern. <gasps> Ooh, that's cool. But he's like a teenager, he's like Spider-Man-esque. That's basically fun. this, instead of rings, it's the helmets. Because you oh, kind of see the Nova okay. Core yep. in the Guardians movies. Yep. And this helmet like lands on Earth and this kid finds it. And he becomes like a Nova Core member. That would be fun for Disney+. Yeah, Plus. Yeah. Where is it? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> that's the perfect Disney Plus like show. Oh, yeah. That's... Oh my god. I'm excited for all those Disney Plus shows. They're Except for, like, Loki, I'm like, whatever about, I'll watch it. And it's gonna be Loki. But, uh, WandaVision's gonna be great. Falcon Looks... and Winter Soldier's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Have you heard all this shit about Falcon and Winter Soldier? How they're gonna, like, possibly introduce Wolverine in it? Yep. And Omega Red is gonna be, like, a villain in it? Mm-hmm. It's, like, all about, like, the Super Soldier program all over the world. Like, that's so fucking cool. I know. The only thing I can think of is that the Super Soldier serum, they kept tweaking it and working it, and then it creates mutants. I hope they don't do something like that. It's going to be so hard That's not to have all these mutants, though. They need to just say the mutants have always been around and they haven't really dealt with it. Yeah, they're just like top secret. Yeah. It's hard because it's like, what do you have? You have Wolverine, who is just his claws, but that gets changed. Like, people don't really know about mutants until, like, Magneto, like, steps out and starts doing, like, really public shit, and then mm. it starts all this, like, anti-mutant stuff. Yeah. That could be it. Uh, one was that with all the rifts and, like, time and... the the shit that the Avengers kind of took on, it yeah. just opened up. I hope that's how they introduced the Fantastic Four. Opens up, like, another universe? Yeah. Or, or like, they've been, like, they were around in the 60s and they got trapped in the negative zone. What if it's the people who got booped? They come back, they have powers. Mutants. Oh, that's int- That's very interesting. Because they were gone. Like, and it was, like, most of the population. Yeah. And some it's of half, them have powers. Exactly half. Half, and, like, out of that, some of them have powers. and. Yeah. That's really interesting. That's a good idea. Thank you. Thank you. Marvel, are you listening? <laughs> I'm going to tweet at them. Very interesting. That rumor about uh, Giancarlo Esposito being Magneto? That would be... That's awesome. That's fucking great. Because they were going to have a hard time getting somebody as good as either McKellen or Fassbender. Fassbender did good as Magneto. He was awesome. He got fucked. Like, exactly. He was so cool in, X- in um, X-Men... First class. That's one where he's hunting them, right? He's yeah, hunting where he's hunting Nazis. Fucking dope. And he has that cool South scene America? in the bar. Everything about that version of Magneto was the best. Yeah. And then, like, the next few movies, they just, like, made him really fucking boring. They did. Well, the movies themselves like, just... fuck Brian Singer, man. They yeah. needed to keep uh, Math Matthew... What is his name? The guy who did the Kingsman and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He... That was pre-Kings... This, he did this before Kingsman. And he did Kingsman before, and just shat all over Yeah, everybody. he used to be Guy Ritchie's producer. Yeah. And he started making his own movies that are better than Guy Ritchie's current movies. Damn. They really <laughs> fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's rough. That's a hard look. Yeah. Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn. What's he doing? He's doing something big, right? Uh, I don't know what he's doing right now. I'm to Google real quick. For a while, he was pitching on Superman. Dude. He would make a great Superman movie. I just need somebody, like a filmmaker, that with a lot of energy. Isn't J.J. Abrams still, like, unless Zack Snyder I think he's circling rescued. it. Zack Snyder's not coming back in yeah. that capacity. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of rumors about it. I don't buy it. <sighs> yeah. I don't either. I think he's just going to be doing... Burned. Exactly. I think he's just going to be doing his, his Snyder cut, and he's yeah, gone. Go do your own stuff, Zack Snyder. <laughs> Matthew Lewis. No, not Lewis. Uh, what was it again? Matthew Vaughn. Film producer. I should say director. How rude. So yeah, Kingsman. Oh, he did Kick-Ass? Mm-hmm. X-Men First Class. Yeah. And X-Men First Class is the best X-Men movie. I will hear no different. <laughs> Let me see what he's... Yeah. Jeez. That would be fun. I would like to see... I just want Henry Cavill to come back no matter what. Yeah, I want Henry Cavill back. I would like to see him or maybe like Edgar Wright do a Superman movie. Ooh. It's going to be J.J. Abrams. Just like a really energetic filmmaker that can handle like the positivity but still make it cool. J.J. Abrams went to get ready for his lens flares, but it'll be fine. I'd be into J.J. J.J. Abrams has enough Spielberg in him mm-hmm. that I would want to see him do Superman. He, everything like, he does is light and fun. Like, as a world, we missed out on Spielberg's Superman movie. Yeah. That's a bummer to think about. Yeah. I mean, he's not dead, but... It, no, you know, he just wouldn't do it now. Exactly. It's blown. And but, he's not the same filmmaker he was in no. the late 70s, early 80s. As the Spielberg, I would want to see do Superman. Like with Jaws and stuff? Yeah, because like, he would hit... He, like, just the idea of like people seeing Superman fly, nobody would have captured that like Spielberg. That's and true. then he also would have made the villains like legitimately scary. Exactly. He does... Yeah, he does... <laughs> like Spielberg doing Brainiac. 
would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I just watched like a bunch of or uh, Bizarro. Bizarro. It's Jaws's 25th anniversary. 45th. 45th. I'm sorry, you're right. Holy shit. Yeah. Anyways, uh, and they just did like you know, they released like a everybody's tweeting clips and stuff, and there's just like this scene, and he captures like a long cut so well, like a long shot. I mean, Jaws is my favorite movie. Full yeah. stop. It's really yeah of all time. Yeah. Wow. I don't think you've ever heard that. That makes sense. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's a perfect movie. Yeah. That makes sense. I can see that. I need to watch Jaws again. There's a sale on Amazon. A bunch of sweet movies for like five bucks. Really? Like RoboCop's like five bucks. I, I bought RoboCop on Amazon not too long ago. I own RoboCop in like three different. <laughs> I have DVD of it on Blu-ray. It's like Predator's five bucks. I have a copy of RoboCop on DVD in a steelbook that is signed by, uh, what's the actor's name? Clarence Boddicker. Oh, really? Read from that 70s show. That's so cool. He signed it for me. He is the voice of... I was just watching a cartoon, and he was the voice of uh, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. What? Uh, what is that? I was watching that, too. It's uh, the Batman... Or Beware the Batman? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He was like... He was talking, and I'm like, I know that voice. Mm-hmm. I just need him to say dumbass, and I'm like, there it is. <laughs> like, he said something with a gravelly tone. I'm like, oh, it's red. Yeah. That cartoon's really good. It I is. I don't think it got its due. Yeah, but I like the aesthetic of it a lot. I like how all those vehicles are black with like the gold uh, mm-hmm. highlights. That's There's a lot shit. of cool stuff on there. I watched the uh, I watched the weird one. I watched the uh, uh, Jack Ripper one. Batman. Uh, it's not into the. Oh, Gotham by Gaslight. Gotham by Gaslight. That movie is weird. Is bad. The comic it's based on is good. Yes. And has awesome Mike Mignola art. The movie is weird. It doesn't know where it's going. They tried too hard. Yeah. They tried too hard to do, like, very specific things. And the whole, like, thing about it being uh, Gordon sucks. It really does suck. <laughs> like, a lot. Like, bad. Bad movie. Yeah. He kills Poison Ivy to begin. Rough. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, not bad. Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh-huh. Loved it. Hopefully, Great. Yeah. Hope everybody watched it. I teased it. And if you didn't watch it, did you see? You didn't see. Amazon had a, uh... Uh, there's a massive collection of Spider-Man Homecoming for, for like 4K, uh-huh. like a dollar ninety-eight. They're oh, really? opened and like returned. Oh wow! And it's like they're selling them like in mass volume. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's probably Amazon's people. not sponsoring this podcast. No, not giving us any money. I tweeted the link to it because I'm like, this is kind of cool. Like, if you don't have Spider-Man Homecoming, yeah. Michael Giacchino does the score for uh, Spider-Man oh, Homecoming. See. There you go. And he does the uh, a little bit of the '60s Spider-Man thing. Oh like, yes. That's great. He is also the composer on the Batman. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's exciting. His ringtone's the Spider-Man theme song. Hmm? I forgot that. In the movie, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little rough. <laughs> In uh, the first Iron Man movie, Tony Stark's ringtone is the 60s Iron Man cartoon theme song. Oh, is it? Yeah. I kind of like that stuff. Yeah. It's fun. I just don't know where it came from. <laughs> like, there's this whole theme song you just downloaded. There's an Iron Man cartoon in... <laughs> oh, God, I get it. <laughs> In the world. That's where he got the idea from. Uh, <laughs> no, that one's... Never mind. I was trying to think which superhero movie I just watched where, like, he had his own merch and shit. And what I think that it? was a, I think that was Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh. Which one? Watchmen. Oh, God. Watchmen's fun with that, though. Have you watched that Watchmen series on HBO yet? We need to finish it. <sighs> I know. We'll probably finish it today, maybe. It's so fucking good. It is. It's free now for everybody, too. Mm-hmm. So, if you haven't watched that, go watch that. Yeah. Watch that Watchmen show. Don't watch the movie. No. Read the comic book and then watch that show. Poor movie. Um. Anyways, total left turn. You told me you have a plot idea for the new Space Jam movie. Yeah. Space Jam, Jam Harder. Yeah. Welcome to the jam. <laughs> uh, what is right. it? So they're making Space Jam 2, so this is definitely not going to be what it's about because they're probably done shooting it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But have you you've seen The Three Amigos? Yes. You know the plot of the Three Amigos, where this town like captures these three actors because they think they're like real heroes. Ah, uh, yes. So in uh, space, my Space Jam Two. Oh boy. The monsters would return, or a threat like the monsters would return. The Looney Tunes would need to win another basketball game. They would re-kidnap Michael Jordan, but they accidentally kidnap Michael B. Jordan, and Michael B. Jordan plays himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Not only is he not a professional basketball player, he's not that tall, yep. he's not a professional athlete, <laughs> but he still has to find a way to help them. 
And wow. there's probably a boxing scene in it. Probably. Because he is Creed. Exactly. <laughs> and he's locked in now for life. Uh, wow. That is interesting. That's what that movie should be about. <laughs> it's probably going to be better than what that movie will be about. Uh-huh. That movie's, I'm not looking forward to that movie no, at all. No, it's going to be bad. It's I'm going to see it. I know, me too. And I'm gonna, it's going to hurt. <laughs> yep. It's like all of Warner Brothers' materials in here now. And I'm like, that's no, stop. That's a terrible idea. Well, they have to do that because kids don't fucking know what Looney Tunes are. I know, they just brought them back. Have you watched... You have uh, HBO Max? I do. They have new Looney Tunes cartoons. Mm-hmm. They reboot them. But in the style, they like they look like the original Looney Tunes cartoons. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty good. I yeah, watched a few of them. I liked them. Hmm. Let's check it out. I guess they're getting ready for Space Jam. I think that's it. It's another way to do it. Mm-hmm. Bugs Bunny comes back. Yeah. It's just going to be too crowded. I don't want to like see that and then have it walk in. And, and the Joker. And Maybe then... Batman will be in it. He probably will be. That'd be fun. Sure. It's Ben Affleck looking sad. I'd be sad. <laughs> if they asked Robert Pattinson to do it, he told him to go fuck themselves. <laughs> he totally would, too. He'd be like, I'm sorry, what? I'm not doing that. Fuck off. <laughs> Although maybe he would, because he'd be like, this is weird. He could do it just to piss off everybody. He's kind of a weird guy. He is. He told everybody he doesn't work out because he wants to piss him off. And it fucking worked. And every Everybody's dumb mad. little bitch on the internet. <laughs> yep. He's not working out. It's not going to be realistic. Exactly. He's like, oh, I'm just fucking with you guys. I hate the world so much. <laughs> it was during quarantine. Nobody, else, nobody had anything to talk about. He's going to be the best Batman. <laughs> I know. We all know. It's going to be the best Batman movie. Ever. I think so. It has the potential to be, I will say that. So it would be better than Begins for you. Is Begins your top one? Begins is, Begins and the first Tim Burton movie occupy a very similar space. I think they both nail things about the characters. I think if you're able to synthesize them into one movie, It'd then it would be perfect. Yeah, I agree. I do like Bruce in the uh, in the new ones. And this could be like something along those lines, where like Bruce Wayne is the main character. Like the mm-hmm. movie is about him and his arc and his emo- emotional journey. Mm-hmm. It's grounded in like a world that we would recognize and probably dramatically realistic mm-hmm. which is the important thing is that characters like react in a way that you believe as opposed to like whether or not this thing would happen in the real world yeah uh but it's got an aesthetic and a very like stylish like view to things not mm-hmm. everything is like nolan you know uh form or function over form yep um like everything the batmobile and the bad cycle and like everything has a very specific look to it mm-hmm and I can see from, like, the bat suit that he's, like, telling the story of his training and everything like that, but in a visual way. Mm-hmm. Like, the way it looks like samurai armor and stuff yep. like that. It does look cool. Mm-hmm. I'm super pumped for it. It's going to be great. And they just started filming again? Uh, the 6th, I think. It's coming up. When they're gonna July start. 6th? Yeah. It's coming up. Oh, it's going to be great. And then we have the, uh, oh, I forgot the name of it. It's not FanCon, is it? Uh, it's called DC Fandome. Fandome. It's going to be, Probably apparently... see a little teaser for that. Definitely see a trailer for The Suicide Squad, the James Gunn yep. movie. I'm excited about that. I love that the title was a joke, and it just stuck. Yeah. I'm excited to hear the uh, soundtrack. Yeah. That's where James Gunn excels. It's actually kind of true. Soundtracks and characters saying mean things to each other. It's yeah. my favorite thing. And that's perfect for suicide, The Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Harley's going to be fun. Uh, and then, allegedly, apparently, the rumors are very rampant that finally the Batman game they've been teasing for about for, five years yeah. is for finally going to be announced. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm so ready for a new Batman game. And I know exactly why. They just kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it, and it's going to be next-gen consoles, and that's just our life now. Hmm. It's not going to be... I don't think it'll be PS4 at all. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'm going to buy a PS5. I made yeah. my peace with it. Exactly. So it'll be next-gen, and that's why it's taken so long. I think they just kept pushing, which I've- means... It's going to look amazing. Mm-hmm. The stuff that they've shown the PS5 can do. Have you started playing Last of Us 2 yet? So, life lesson with Last of Us 2. Never uh, never trusting Amazon again with a pre-order. <laughs> uh, we gave them some props, so now we're going to take oh, it I'm away. Oh, I'm going to rip it away. I pre-ordered back in September when the game was announced. Uh-huh. And like pre-orders are live, I was like, "Oh, perfect! Lock my lock my uh, collector's edition copy uh-huh. in, done, sweet." Uh-huh. And then, of course, it sold out everywhere. So I'm like, "Well, I'm locked in my Amazon copy." And they had all this time, and now I'm not gonna get that game until Monday. Yeah, 
That's why I only digital download games. I know. That's a cool, like, looking steelbook. I wanted that. But my dumbass should have just pre-ordered it, like, on Target's website. It's weird. I'm not that, like, excited for it. Game's up. Oh, like, dude. I'll probably play it at some point. I've heard it's like I've heard nothing but like really good things. And I liked the first game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I'm just not in that zone. I'm really I'm... excited still for Ghost of Tsushima. Sh- Ghost That's... of Tsushima? Yeah. That one's going to be amazing. And then Cyberpunk's now been delayed till. When did they push that back till? November? November 19th. Okay. Which it's is It's like gonna... two months. It's not that big yeah, a deal. Yeah, it'll be... It'll be... What? It'll probably launch with... PS5 launch is going to be nuts. It's looking like not only will you have Cyberpunk, you'll have Spider-Man, Miles Morales, mm-hmm. and that's like not an actual sequel. That's like an interquel. You do you know Uncharted, uh, yeah. Uncharted Four, and then they did Uncharted Lost Legacy. Yeah, so it's like the same. It's like Lost Legacy. Okay, I'm, it's like I'm for it. Yeah, it's bigger than DLC, but it's smaller than a, like a full game. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's like forty bucks. Yeah, I'm into it. So and it looks. Just as, if it's like the mechanics with a new story and Miles Morales, it's like all I could possibly want. They said the mechanics are even better. Mm. Because the PlayStation 5 can process things so much quicker mm. that he just moves even smoother. You know what the big improvement they can make? I think we've talked about this before. is the way he moves inside. Yeah. Or like when he's on surfaces. It's rough. Yeah. It's hard. I think that's the hardest probably for a Spider-Man game. Yeah. They can, they nailed it right off the bat in that fucking N sixty four game. Oh, they didn't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> they just flooded the city with fog, um, poison fog. But yeah, I re- I would love that to like be as fluid indoors as you are outdoors, and just to be able to go onto any surface you want. And mm-hmm. Spider Man is because I remember the opening. I was almost worried when I first started playing that game because that opening level where you're in Fist Tower, and I was like, oh, I'm going to pop up on the roof, and it's like, you cannot. Yes. You cannot do that. And I was just like, well, that doesn't seem... <laughs> this doesn't seem like it's going to be a good game. Quickly changed. <laughs> <laughs> Very quickly changed. It won me over, but I was like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, also, it's it's Christmas time in New York. I love that. I've never... like I, All Spider-Man games have been summer. Yeah. This last game like ends in like fall, right? Or I think so. Like that. But yeah. I'm excited for like that winter setting and like seeing the snow react with everything is gonna mm-hmm. be really cool. Yep. Really curious to see what villains they use. They tease a little look like, but I can I yeah. can really make it out. But yeah. It'll be fun. He has his little cloaking powers, he has electricity. Yeah. I love his uh Miles Morales' Spider Man costume. It looks good. So PS five is gonna be an insane launch. It's gonna be super fun. Insane launch. Um, but yeah, so, anyways, back to that fan dome, dome-com. Yeah, August 22nd. August 22nd. We'll probably get, when does Wonder Woman come out? Uh, October something, early All October right. now. I don't think we, we don't need another trailer. Uh, I'll take a trailer. I want to see them, like, actually show Cheetah, because we've oh. only gotten, like, leaks and shit like that. They probably will just show Cheetah then. Yeah, she looks good. So they'll probably unveil her, um, so that'd be fun. She's going to launch a thousand furries. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. Um, and then we'll probably, we're getting a trailer for the Snyder Cut. Like a full trailer. What'd you think of that little, like, 30 second clip? Who fucking cares? <laughs> um, it, like, it's cool. I like the ominous nature of this, like, cave painting of Darkseid. If I didn't already know... Everything? That everything is gonna be bad, then I would be, like, <laughs> intrigued by it. It... Honest, the it, voiceover reminding me of uh, Eisenberg's Lex, Luth- Lex Luthor does not fucking help. No. You know what it really made me think of was the fifth element. <laughs> oh, shit. Just the idea of like the hero being in like a pyramid or something and seeing cave mm-hmm. paintings of aliens. That's fair. But I love the fifth element. Yeah, fifth element's great. It's love, Zach. Is that Chris Love Rock? is the fifth element. No, that is... Uh, it's not... No, you're right. It's not Chris Rock. Um, he's from uh, Rush Hour. Yeah. Detective Carter. <laughs> yeah. First name Detective. Yeah. Last name Carter. <laughs> what the hell is his name? It's Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Did it. Mm-hmm. I love the Rush Hours. I like the first Rush Hour. There's three. I didn't watch the third one. Yeah, I've never seen the third one. I think I watched just the first two. The first Rush Hour, I will give credit to, because I think it's the first movie with Jackie Chan in it that I ever, like, completely watched. Mm-hmm. But, like, in a world now where I've seen, like, Rumble in the Bronx and Police oh, Story yeah. 2 and Super Cop. Yeah. It doesn't quite do it for me. No, not anymore. They don't, they don't really let him Jackie Chan it up. No. No. Not any, well, yeah. But, uh... Oh, there was another thing we were going to talk about, and I was kind of excited for it. It was a weird 
Batman plot. I think it was going to be for the oh, alleged. Oh, for year one. Was it year one? It was the alleged movie after Batman and Robin, right? Oh, so there were a bunch of them. We mm-hmm. could almost do like our own episode just talking about <laughs> all the what ifs. Yeah, because like I think what got us talking about it just conversationally, not with microphones, was uh, they came out and talked about that Batman versus Superman movie that from the early two thousands with uh, Colin Farrell and Jude Law. Which would have been a trip. Andrew Kevin Walker, who wrote Seven, wrote that script. Yeah. I think it would have been dark. Yeah, it is dark. I've read it. It's weird. Yeah. It's cool, though, because it's, like, in continuity with the other Batman movies. That's what you said. So, like, there's this whole thing of, like, the Joker's dead. Like, he's accepted as being dead. And there's a part where they go to, like, his grave. And it's Jack Napier. Ah. Uh. But they've somebody has crossed out Jack Napier and written, like, Joker on there. And there's, like, candles and shit. Like, people go there and fuck. And, like, weird teenagers that are super into the Joker. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rad. Uh, like it's like Jim, Batman Beyond. Like Jim Morrison's uh, grave. They had to move it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. kept going and partying. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, that kind of, like, leads into, like, Batman Beyond with the entire, like, yeah. gang. But the story in that is this whole thing of, like... Batman is retired, um, and he's going to get married. He's met this, like, perfect woman who's, like, maybe a little bit too perfect. And, like, Alfred is dead, and Commissioner Gordon's dead. <laughs> Jesus. So it's a little bit of that still, like, Snyder-ish sh- bullshit. Everybody's dead. Everybody's dead. It's too dark. It's too real. It's too gritty. Um, Although they saved Alfred, though. But he gets married, and uh, on his wedding night, she gets murdered by the Joker. Oh. So it's, like, this big, like, oh, my God, I thought he was dead. He and then he like church. he comes back, uh, he starts being Batman again, but he's like a grimmer, darker Batman. He's like fucking people up, trying to get to the Joker, and like Superman's like, I'm not gonna let you do this. Like you're going off the deep end, and mm. so they have to versus each other. <laughs> Everybody, all the time, Batman, but, Superman always versus each other. Yeah, but like the movie's like sets it up a little bit more organically. It's a little bit more what the movie about is about is the mm-hmm. two of them, and they're already characters who know each other and have a relationship. And uh, it's more of Superman trying to save Batman from making a mistake he'll regret. Um, I mean, Batman and Robin introduces Superman to canon. Well, then in the end, um, like, you find out it's a clone of the Joker that was created by Lex Luthor. Oh, goodness. And so the two of them team up to fight Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor shows up and it's like green and purple power armor. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's cool. And the what ifs. It would have been an interesting movie for sure. Like, Wolfgang Peterson was going to direct it. I'm just processing, like, Jude Law as Superman. Uh, they put a wig on him, I guess. Interesting. He's, uh, he's small. Yeah. He's a small little boy. So is Colin Farrell. All actors are small for the most part. It's true. I mean, uh... Ben Affleck's, like, 6'4". Michael he, Keaton's, like, 5'9". He's, nine? like, 5'9", yeah. Like, I think it's Return... No. It's Batman, where he's, like, he's walking next to, um, I forget her name. Vicky Vale? Yeah, Vicky Vale. And, yeah. like, there's a lot of times where the camera angle does not help. Yeah. He, like, comes up to her neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actors are just small. Yeah. They're little people. They're just grown-up drama kids. People forget that. It's true. Like, they all those too. kids you couldn't stand that hang, hung out around the yeah. Performing Arts Center and... <laughs> Here they are. We're very performative and overly theatrical and interrupted class. <laughs> those kids just grew up and became the actors that you think are so cool. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's the moral of the story right now. <laughs> and here we are, talking about them. Mm-hmm. Oh God, is there anything else? I got nothing. I know. That's the fun thing with Homecoming. It was so good. It was like, there's nothing to really talk about. It was good. Yeah. It's fun. Great like, topic. I know. <laughs> in conclusion, there's nothing to talk about. Uh, in conclusion, it's good. Good day. Uh, there's fun moments. Relied on Iron Man too much, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. I love all the vulture shit. I love the way he looks. I love how they put that helmet on him. Oh. I love the whole idea with like for that suit was for like one crime. Mm-hmm. And it was to steal the uh all the shit being transported from Yeah. Tony Stark. And it's cool he does that with like little like portals. Yeah. It's not like he doesn't cut it open, it's that just stuff like, is really cool. Fades the Yeah. Yeah. Just the idea of like this alien technology sort of like proliferating its way into the world and being introduced and this like escalation. Yeah, it's really perfect. smart. No, it's it's fun. It's gonna be interesting to. Does Far From Home continue that? Because Jake Gyllenhaal is a reject of Tony Stark, right? His yeah. company. So All, everybody who works with Mysterio. We're fired has, from Tony is, Stark. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. 
Far From Home is next, and it's fun too. The only gripe I have with it is because it's like it's not New York, so again, there's like part of me that like yeah. is a little bummed. Yeah, I like the idea of them taking him on this like kind of road trip. It's interesting. They've done it in the comics, stuff mm-hmm. like in the comics. But no, the big thing to talk about that movie is how hard they fucking nailed Mysterio as a villain. It's uh, he's so good. Like they answered it perfectly. Like how do you do Mysterio? Mm-hmm. Like this. Exactly. <laughs> exactly like this. <laughs> yeah. And it, like he's a fun villain because it's like is he ever really dead? We don't know. Maybe he's the one who comes back and puts the Sinister Six together. Oh, it's all him? All Mysterio? That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know who else it would be. Osborn. Norman Osborn. Yeah. It's perfect. Again, Marvel, you're welcome. We've mm-hmm. fully, we have uh, successfully introduced Norman Osborn to the world. We've got to see fucking Craven the Hunter in that third one. No choice. It's so perfect. <laughs> like, he's now a wanted man, so why not Craven the Hunter? Yeah, get a hunter. He's been in South America or Africa, wherever, hunting. Be Craven and Scorpion. That'd be Let's fun. Let's do it. It's going to be Craven and Venom. Sorry. Venom, don't do this. they they got to get him in. Do it in Spider-Man 4. <laughs> you got time. They're doing it in Venom too. You got nothing but time. You own Tom Hardy, or Tom Holland, or both. <laughs> you own everybody. You own them. You own the Toms. <laughs> corner the market on Toms <laughs> the way Disney cornered the market on Chris's. It's true. Well, it's all it, Toms and Chris's, as far as the eye can see. I'll just tell you, Venom 2 is supposed to be introducing Spider-Man, so... Uh, whatever. I don't care about Venom 2. I don't care about the quality of Venom 2. I care I don't about the either. quality of Spider-Man 3. I don't either. That's what I'm nervous about. Venom 2, <laughs> like, gonna shoehorn Spider-Man in and then... That's fine. Do whatever you want in Venom 2. That's right. Do literally whatever the fuck you want in Venom 2. I Reboot don't the care. suit. It's not even the same suit anymore. Reboot the suit. <laughs> I don't know why there's Venom little... 2 reboot the suit. I don't know why there's little lines. I hate the little lines. It's stupid. What is he modeling himself after? Oh, the white like veins. That like was supposed to be the webbing. They need to replace the the spider. Yeah. That's just it. They shouldn't have. They're trying to keep it from all from being all black. Yeah. Well, it didn't have to be any design. It could have just been like this weird thing. In the like 90s, David Goyer wrote a v- script for a Venom movie. <sighs> yes, I think I heard of this. And it was supposed to also completely jettison the Spider-Man connection. <laughs> And there's this whole thing about the suit came from a planet where they, like, worship spiders or no, something like that. Oh, god damn it. And that's why it had the spider on its chest. And it really fucking reminded me of the movie Wild Wild West. With Will Smith? Yeah. <laughs> because it, when you watch that movie, the bad guy, like, the spider is, like, his iconography. Like, all of his shit has, like, pictures of spiders yep. on it. And you can tell, like, some fucking poor writer was sitting alone just, like, with a mountain of cocaine <laughs> beside his laptop going, like... Because the producer like told him, okay, at the end of this movie, there's going to be a giant spider, and you got to make it make sense. And he was like, fuck. Uh, <laughs> I guess he likes spiders. <laughs> like a lot? And then he sends the cake to the president, and all the spiders come out. <laughs> like, I got it. The guy likes spiders. I think that entire movie was made just for Will Smith's Wild Wild West song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had that song in there. I missed that. I wish he did a Suicide Squad rap. <laughs> Oh god, that makes the movie even better. Yeah, just replace it with the intro. His rap is the intro now. Yeah, just use the song Miami and have him. God damn it! Suicide Squad, party in the city where the heat is on. Uh. Anyways, Far From Home's next, so watch that. It's fun. You won't yeah. regret it. I'm excited to watch it again. I think yeah, I'm about to bundle. I don't, I don't think I've watched it since I saw it in the theater. Same. Yeah. I think I bought the bundle. Not the check. Not the double check. It'd be fun. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Well, Jackson. Zachary. Is there anything else? Nah, bruh. Same. <laughs> Alright, well this is fun. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in. If you did, if you didn't, then fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel, we're also waiting for our checks. You're welcome. Yeah. We've successfully wrote Spider Man three for you. You're welcome. Uh-huh. And I've got your Daredevil movie where you can hold on to that whole cast and make it a continuation of the show. Yeah. Do you want to bring Punisher back too? Yeah, I just want to keep Burnthal. You don't have to keep anything about the show, really. He's a good Punisher. He's great. Yeah, he's a really good Punisher. I really hope they save these. Because, like, I think it just got reported that Daredevil is now Marvel's again. They're all, um, that, uh, that whole thing, the Netflix, the statute of limitations or whatever is gone. So they can use those characters, all those characters. And it's the perfect Spider-Man 3. 
It's literally perfect. If they wanted to do something really fucking wild, you know the introduction of the Punisher in the comic books was him getting hired to hunt Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah. That would be... So instead of Craven, it's him? Instead or Craven hires him? Yeah. Maybe it's just a cameo. Open bounty. Craven and Punisher both go for it. Yeah. Well, you have to do the whole thing with the Punisher. Jay is just convinced that he's a criminal. Well, they kind of did. Yeah. They framed the murder on him. Yeah. So that's there. Mm. They Open probably bounty. won't do that, but that now that that's just sitting there like that, I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah, you don't have to hire anybody. It's open bounty. J. Jonah Jameson puts an open bounty on Spider-Man's head because mm-hmm. he's a rich podcaster now. Whatever. Yeah. But the Punisher's not doing it for the bounty. He's doing it to punish a criminal. Exactly. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. That's how you, that's how you get the attention. That's how he like yeah. He's like, oh, he's and like, oh I'm gonna smash this little bug. Exactly. And you have, you have Daredevil who wants to be his attorney because it's legal problems now. Mm-hmm. It's either Daredevil or it's uh, Jessica Walters, the. Uh, Mm. She-Hulk. I don't know if the world's ready for She-Hulk. Well, they're doing a She-Hulk series, Disney Plus series. You're right. <laughs> so what are they doing with Hulk? Because, okay, She-Hulk is... She has, like, no relation to Hulk at all, right? She's his cousin. It's going to be interesting. That's they... how she becomes She-Hulk. It's a blood transfusion. He's the only... Donor. Donor. But he's like, oh, fuck, I've got fucking gamma blood. What's going to happen? She-Hulk. Just turns her into a big green babe. So that will be interesting. Because um, they... Didn't they say they were done with Hulk? I don't know. I thought I don't know I what's next reading. for Hulk. If they're smart, they should use Hulk as like the leader of the next generation of Avengers. That'd be fun. Yeah. Or do like a whole Savage Hulk thing now that they've done Smart Hulk and have him like descend. Yeah. Would he be taking uh, Black Widow's death a little too hard? Some maybe something. You could do anything. Yeah. There's a lot of things set up. Yeah. That's what they did really well. They set a lot of things up with like perfect loose ends. Yeah, I can, you can just go. Yeah. Just keep going. Like, Far From Home is, like, one of my favorite endings because it sets it so that so many things could make sense. Mm-hmm. It was probably... It's a good, fun... If you're going to do a cliffhanger, it's that. That's it. Because you just let us nerds talk about... Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if you did uh, this? Go ahead and talk about it forever, you dumb nerds. And then they're going to write something that's, like, not as fun and super boring, but we still <laughs> love it. I fucking hope not. <laughs> that's how it goes. <laughs> the only boring movie they've made is, like, Thor 2. Thor 1's rough, too. Thor 2's, like, Thor's movies are rough, until he gets to Ragnarok. Yeah, Ragnarok is genius. Yep. But the first two are, like, oof. Yeah. And then there's The Incredible Hulk. That one was real it's bad. It's fine. It's one where he fights the dogs, right? No, that's yeah, Ang Lee's Hulk. Sorry, that's the one I meant. Yeah. That's just The Hulk, then. Yeah, that movie was just called Hulk. That was rough. Lose the the. <laughs> it's cleaner. I um, fight dogs. I think, like, the first Ang Lee Hulk is, like, a very interesting failure. And he, tr- like, does things with it that, like, there was no pa- there was no template at the time for, like, this is how you do a comic book movie. And he's just, like, going off and doing his own thing and making it this, like, psychological ex- exploration of, like, what is this guy's brain like? What is the Hulk? What does the Hulk represent? And it's, like, all really interesting stuff, but the movie is just, like... So What are you talking painful. about? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> it... He fights his electric dad at the end. Yeah! Nick Nolte. <laughs> I gotta fight my son, the Hulk. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, I'm your father, Brandon. It's a rough movie. <laughs> it's What do we have at the time, you know? Yeah. Nothing. I like that scene where he fights the military in the desert, like in the middle. Yeah. And he bites off the uh, tip of the missile and spits it at the helicopter. Oh, that yeah, he does. Cool. Yeah. Hulk. The Incredible Hulk's fun. That's and Sam he... Elliott as Thunderbolt Ross. You're right. That's Sam cool. Elliott, that is fun. Jennifer Connelly is Jennifer in it. Jennifer Connelly. Eh, I guess it meant well. Yeah, it's got it's got cool things about it. It just doesn't coalesce very well. Yeah. James Sheamus, the guy who wrote it, tells this story about how he and Ang Lee were like, yeah, we're making something, we're going to like blow the doors off this whole genre. Oh, no. And then he saw the first Spider-Man movie because it hadn't come out yet. And then he saw the things that people were clapping at, and he saw what kind of movie it was, and he was like, oh, we're fucked. Like, we are fucked. <laughs> this is not the movie we made. No. You decided to take a, one of the most exciting superheroes and slow it it's, way down. It's a very dark movie, and it's a very it is an introspective int- movie. Well, it's just when you, like, when you go to a Hulk movie, that's not what you're sitting down to, like, yeah. watch. Hulk smash. Yeah. I mean, I definitely appreciate that they had a vision and they went for something. Oh, totally. I would like to see more movies like that. See, I like the way... It sucks because like, it's, it's played out now, but I do like the way Avengers has handled Hulk. And his, like, they gave yeah. him an arc. 
Oh, yeah. Where it's just like, you feel like, I don't want to be this guy, but I have to, and I hate it. And then he, like, conquers it, and he's like, oh, I could be this guy, and I could be normal. No, they really, they've done things with the Hulk I never thought they would do. Mm -hmm. I never thought I would see, like, smart Hulk. Yeah. I never thought I would see, like, Hulk the way he is in Ragnarok, where it's like, that's the Hulk I've been begging for this whole time. (laughs) Yeah. That was was the closest we're going to get to Planet Hulk, probably, huh? Yeah, that's all we need to see. Planet Hulk, other than that stuff, isn't great. Yeah. They did. They took enough from it to make it fun, and then abandon ship. You know what they could do is do the whole thing where they go to the future, and there's an evil Hulk that's a dictator. Uh, <laughs> the maestro. Hulk's fun. Well. All right. This is fun. Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. Fun movie. Mm-hmm. Hulk, not as bad as you might remember. Check it out. <laughs> make sure you drink coffee. Pretty fun. It's slow. <laughs> Pretty fun and crazy. <laughs> Have a cup of coffee with it, though. Nick Nolte, hold dogs. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> goodbye.